0: Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Arwen Fowl's Norwich City Football Club We Meet Again series. The podcast that we've been recording over the last couple of months now. Uh, Really getting into it. Almost halfway through now. So it's flying by. Yeah, so we look back at the history between Norwich and our next opponents. We look at any big games, historic matches, significant moments, any player connections. Or we just sort of talk about whatever crops up on <laughs> our heads. Um, we're in South Norfolk, Fells' living room, aren't we?
1: Yeah, the uh, the mansion. The mansion.
0: <laughs> yeah, we haven't moved yet. Still got no special guests on the show. So it's business <laughs> as normal. Business believe, as it. normal, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, it's lovely being here. You know, Sunday afternoon, got uh, the beers are lined up. Yeah,
1: we? beers lined up. We've got um, the football on the TV yeah. as well. So we've got the Wolves game about to appear. Although we are
0: serious professionals, we're obviously not going to allow that to distract.
1: It's for research the... purposes only. <laughs> yeah. I'm just keeping track on John Ruddy's career. Exactly. Is, that, is he still at Wolves, is he? I don't know. So it's yeah. obviously my, my tracking of his career is going fairly badly. Well,
0: you know, we did just see Steve Bruce, didn't we? Obviously we... a Norwich Hall of Famer. Uh, uh, yeah. An absolute and, uh, legend. Trophy lifter as well, wasn't he? he? He was, yeah. Yeah, he lifted two, actually. The um, League Cup and the Division Two title as well so yeah brilliant so we're here recording yet another episode this time it's Phil doesn't know who, who we've got next and it, it's hard to keep track actually these I'll tell you what these midweek fixtures that have started in the championships are really throwing me off you mm. know it used to be quite easy I used to release a podcast every Sunday we'd have plenty of time to promote it and I'd have plenty of time to edit it and now suddenly we're two a week
1: yeah it you know. starts coming thick and fast, doesn't I it? I know.
0: I'm going twice to work and, yeah. and still not getting paid anything.
1: <laughs> and uh, I'm just turning up when you tell me to, so I've got an easy job here. Turn so.
0: it up? You, you only have to turn up to your, your kitchen. You say, I'm moving <laughs> from the sofa to my table, yeah. It has... Yeah, no, no, I appreciate Fowl providing the um, the roof over our heads.
1: Yeah. Uh, We've had to move my dog out, though, because of the noises she makes. She makes the <laughs> make <sure. laughs> Just snores. Uh, I, I, know. Sort of I
0: know. And And Fowl's... Um, sister emma who's a, a big norwich fan would you say yeah
1: she's a big another another season ticket holder very passionate knows her stuff as well
0: she was uh, hovering around when i arrived i she's think she's hanging
1: for the guest She's she?
0: desperately <laughs> angling yeah
1: we're still holding off for mario <laughs> ranchers we've got mario ranchers adrian coo rossi jarvis then emma. johnny hasten johnny hat oh, johnny Houston, what a player what a man how
0: would you go about getting a guest on i don't even know where you would start well, we need better numbers, really, don't we? In terms of followers,
1: do you think? I think, think we have 168 followers. I think we had another follower since yeah. our last podcast, which is about you know, well, ten minutes ago. So, yeah. if things are going in the right direction. They are, yeah. Can can you lose followers? I'm I'm not great with Twitter. Can you go? Oh, I mean, they can they, they can disappear as well. Yeah, I'm not, can. <laughs> not keeping count, you know. So, um, but no, um, uh, so we need to start tweeting people, I suppose. To, uh, yeah,
0: we well we're busy, aren't we? We've but, got we've got earn a living. Yeah, it is it, yeah. Our time. To spend doing this,
1: uh, well, know, the moment. he might want to. He'll do it, won't he? Who's that? Grant Hall. He'll come down for. Uh, yeah, but how do you get in touch
0: with the? You know, you got to speak to his people, haven't you? And,
1: yeah, you are his people. I don't know. Northerners. I, uh,
0: <laughs> I, d- I just don't know where to start, really. Yeah, I mean, not if they're in the north, they're not going to be able to travel at the moment, are they? No,
1: that's true. yeah. We're, we are
0: still COVID compliant here, aren't we? We're socially dist- definitely got that uh two meter distance. Yeah. So next up. It's the longest league club from us in terms of distance, deep into uh, the principality of Wales. So it's got to be one or two, hasn't it? Yeah. This time it's the Swans of Swansea. Uh, First up, they're a club that they've had a very successful strategy over the last, what, 15 years. One of the first clubs to have a real distinct style of play. We, We talk a lot about philosophy, don't we? Certainly with Daniel Farker. They were probably one of the first clubs that thought, right, I'm going to take a different approach. And especially as I think they were League One at the time when mm-hmm. they started this project, if you if you want to call it that. And they did have a really, like I say, distinct style of play, a very, I wouldn't like to say Barcelona style, but it was very... Um,
1: yeah, short passing, tick, tick-tack. Tick-tack,
0: that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, like lots of movement. Started under Martinez? Did it start under Martinez? So he came in early doors and then it obviously Rogers was there. Yeah. Uh, Landrup, Gary Monk.
1: I think Rogers was the one that really advanced it, wasn't he? Yeah. He was the one who really had success under it. A team I love watching play. and I'm going to be honest with you, I love watching them in the Premier League yeah. and in the Championship. Do you
0: um, admire them making that move? Like I say, they're probably were one of the first clubs that did that.
1: Yeah, I've got a lot of time for Swansea and how they did it. Yeah. Really good. I remember the And they never thing. changed
0: and they there was almost they picked managers based on on that rather than picking anyone out of the hat and hoping they could turn it around. Yeah. You just got the feel the club was evolving and I imagine they probably played that football at all levels within the club and it became ingrained in, in that club. Yeah. What they became associated with.
1: It got sewn into their DNA, didn't it? Yeah. They be, became yeah, Swan's alone, I think they were called, weren't they? They were like they had a real distinct style of play, and they took a number of big scopes playing that way. I remember, like, they went at Old Trafford, didn't they? Not, uh, yeah. And uh, I remember the season we came up with them. I think we actually finished above them, actually, didn't we? Yes, uh, we, we did. We finished, yeah. and he came up with us. Oh, that GPR. was GPR, wasn't it? Yeah. GPR walked away at Lee. But they came up through the playoffs. I remember. the we mini went away that day, that season to them, didn't we? Yeah. Um. I came up on the coach with my sister actually, and you met was us. Was that there. an overnight trip? <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> so, Yeah. It <laughs> seemed yeah. like it. it was quite a pilgrimage. And um, we lost three. See, so Carl gets
0: accused of being an armchair fan, but. Yeah, no, I've done. My, you know, I've done my
1: trips before, but not regularly.
0: That's a big one.
1: Yeah, I think we lost three 0 that day. Um, yeah, and we were well beaten by them. And they just like we
0: said, the way they passed it around, the, their movement. Their attacking philosophy. They created chances. They just made the game look easy, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, played it out from the back. Everything that me and Phil like in the game. Yeah. And they did it to perfection, really. And they got results, which it's good for a club to take that route and do well.
1: Yeah, they, they played really well. And they, they really dominated teams. They got took some big scouts. They didn't change their philosophy. And they had a lot of success for it. And I think there was the phrase greater than the sum of the parts was always regularly thrown at them, wasn't it? Yeah, they had a lot of very good players and I really respected how they did it, definitely. Yeah,
0: But they haven't quite recovered fully from relegation, whether that is because it's quite hard to maintain that level of football. I guess it is very difficult when you do get managers leave to keep that sort of treadmill running and keep playing at that, that
1: style. Yeah, agreed. I think that's it. I think you've hit the nail on the head there. I think it's quite hard for them to carry on doing what they're doing. And it's just tough. It's just one of those things we're expected to go straight back up again.
0: So they had Gary Potter in, didn't they, he went to Brighton.
1: Yeah, and he was doing well for them. Um obviously he didn't play them last season, so but he seemed to be doing well for them and has carried on up doing fairly well at Brighton to be fair.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he has done well there, hasn't
1: he? Yeah, he has. Um so fair play to them. He seemed like you say, he seemed to be very good at recruiting managers to suit yeah. the style.
0: You always get the impression that they they've done their research. Yeah, And the same with the players, they sign and they buy the players to fit the system yeah. rather than the other way around.
1: That's it. Um, and they just seemed to run out of steam, didn't they? They seemed yeah. to, like, you know, the players had had their kind of got on a bit. I know Leon Britton was always one of those players who... Yeah,
0: was he, he, he was there when they were sort of down in League Two,
1: I think. Yeah, and he was unspectacular, but yeah. he just fitted the team, knew his job was on the side. Yeah, yeah you've got to respect him. Gary Monk as well, like... Fair play to them. They've done, they did really well. Having said that, I've always felt we've done fairly well against them in recent times.
0: Yeah, yeah, we have. Uh, and I guess the most recent time, and we always kick this off by looking back at 2018-19 season, we put four past them at, at their place.
1: Yeah, I remember that. That was in, in that run where we won three games a row, 4-0. Like, not 4-0, yeah. but scored four goals. And...
0: It was a real stand-up result, wasn't it? I think particularly that one, because obviously they were a Premier League club the season before and it's yeah it's always a tough place to go and we were getting to that point where we were just I remember what not watching it but hearing about and reading about the game just thinking we're going to do this every week you start start to get carried away don't you we were just scoring three or four goals yeah in the so, first half and yeah you know you just thought where's this going to stop
1: yeah and it almost didn't I mean like we had that sort of slow start and then we had that sort of run where we sort of kept winning one nilly each week yeah. Then this was at the end of that run, where all of a sudden we started scoring goals for fun. Yeah. Um. I know then we had a judder over Christmas, didn't we? But then we sort of, after that, we sort of, sort of started clicking the gear again and started smashing him in for fun. Yeah, I remember that. Um, again, I wasn't at the game at that time. I didn't see the game, but it sounded like we played extremely well. Yeah. And maybe took advantage of some generous defending. Um,
0: they're always going to be a side that probably would suit us, aren't they, in terms of they're they're not going to be putting us under a lot of pressure on the ball or...
1: Yeah, they're not a big physical yeah. side. No. that's going to get it long and bully us. Yeah, and then' not seem to be that kind of side. And then obviously we won one 0 at home, I believe. Yeah, we was... did.
0: You, you probably had gone to that one. That was uh, Friday night until the uh, lights. Ser-
1: yeah, certainly a night game. Yeah,
0: Bendir scored. Yeah, uh, I think it's a good goal.
1: Absolute belter. That was all behind that, and that was just if if the net wasn't there, that just carried on going. That was absolute thunderbolt. He just sort of fainted a shot, cut inside one player, I think, and yeah. Just let rip. Was that,
0: would you say that was at his peak of his Norwich powers? I think so. It was
1: roundabout about then, then where we kind of were, The scoring had maybe slowed down a little bit. We weren't yeah. ripping teams apart quite like how we were. But that was in and around that time where we played Hull as well, and, and he produced that. Yeah, he scored that goal, didn't he? that's was that was a ridiculous flick from the over flick, yeah. and you flick over to Pookie, who kind of like stumbled on the ball. Then made it look like he meant it, and then sort of yeah. like back. You know, things
0: ball. are going for you when you're top of the league, aren't you?
1: And that was just yeah. one of those nights. And, yeah, he was That's peak one, deer.
0: Yeah, that little period as we were coming into the sort of latter end of the season was yeah. when he really kicked on. I think they gave us some problems that game. Daniel James, the pace he had. Yes. He's at Man United now, isn't he? But yeah, I think that probably scared us a bit.
1: I, I kind of remember it being the conditions weren't great for the game. Yeah. And I remember... This obviously was obviously we very insistent on playing the ball out from the back, which I is the right thing to do. Yeah, and I remember Tim Cruel receiving the ball, taking a, maybe a slightly heavy touch. You know, the conditions, and under normal circumstances it wouldn't have been a problem. But Daniel James was lightning fast. Yeah, and hurried in and sort of smashed it against him. I think it went out for a goal kick, but it was one of those things like we've got away the one there. Uh, I don't remember too much about the game other than the, the finish. But I do remember I think they had more possession than us. Wow, I think yeah, that, that, would been, actually, that would have been games were actually. That's been a
0: unusual stat, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. And I think, I'm sure, was, I remember talking after the game saying that, oh, actually, they you know had like 54% possession, something like that. Whereas normally, we were having like 60, 70% possession against teams at that time. And yeah. I remember talking about the fact so that. So they ate like, past us? Yeah, I think so. And it, was, it was one of those games where I wouldn't say we were lucky to win it, but it could have gone either way. Yeah. And it felt like they had the whole game. It felt like the right. ball was all swansea. Did you like. feel they,
0: they controlled the game? or
1: It certainly felt like it. And I don't know if that sort of from, like, negative bias you get when, when you, yeah. you're just not used to it as well. And I remember saying, like, you know, when we're having, like, 60% possession to 40 or, like, 70% to 30, size, it must just feel like they just never have the ball, never see it. Yeah. So I think so. I think I remember them dominating. Did we
0: um, struggle to cope with that? Obviously, it's not something we're used to, chasing the ball and mm. trying to win the ball back.
1: I don't think it was a game I remember feeling that we were in loads of trouble. But I do remember a game, it was a game we couldn't dominate like we normally would have that season and it was one of those games where you know we got to win and that's pretty good yeah and uh, we'll take that and we'll move on uh could have, it's one of those when you when you're top of the league we'd have lost that in the premier league wouldn't we last yeah year. and you know maybe if you early in the season we might have lost it it's just one of those when you're top of the league everything's going for you you find a way don't you yeah and that was that
0: interesting stat. yeah i didn't realize that they had that dominance in that particular game so it's time for you to switch off <laughs> if I was going to watch uh, a bit of Newcastle Wolves, well, I, off will I uh, waffle on about the 4th of May, 1935, Fal. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do you know
1: what, what happened on that day? 1935? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to go <laughs> no, that's, that's fine. It, would have I, been... yeah, it was something to do with... No, I got on yes.
0: The clue is it's about grounds, or our ground.
1: Is it the first time at car Road?
0: No, nearly. It's the last time at the Nest.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Uh, Swansea were the last side to play there. So we had 27 years at the Nest. Uh, we had a few big cup wins, cup shocks. We beat uh, Sheffield Wednesday and, and Liverpool off the top of my head. We played Division Two football, so championship uh, level football in today's terms. Uh, so we had some big games, big opponents. But its these have been numbered for a while. I think the FA had sort of threatened to close the place down. The Swansea were the last visitors. Grabbed a 2-2 a draw before the gates were, were closed. I can't imagine it would be like, you know, when clubs are moving grounds these days and the last game at their, their old grounds always quite a big deal. I imagine it was a bit stiff upper lip. We're not going to invade the pitch and take some <laughs> grass. We just clap lightly and move on Don't yeah. we, to a new, new era. <laughs> uh, do you know anything about the nest? Have you heard sort of uh, rumours and
1: stories about the old ground? I mean, nothing meaningful. I roughly know where it was. Where was it? Is it in Lakenham? Oh, well, is you what? know what? I, I don't actually know, you know, to be fair. So I don't know yeah. where it is. there's a lie. I don't know where it is. Um, no, <laughs> it's I, in Norwich. It's That's in Norwich. what you knew, didn't you? I, felt, I kind of felt a rough it is, but it's. I mean, I've seen pictures of it. I've, yeah. I don't know much about it. He
0: knows a lot about 2018, 19 season. Some of that stuff he gave us on Swansea <laughs> was gold dust. So the nest was uh, our home, at, like I so say, for 27 years. It was an old quarry. I think they cut terraces into the old wall, but it was a ridiculous ground. I mean, the name's quite cool, isn't it?
1: it is, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: You'd think they would have carried that name over to Carrot Road. That
1: you? would have been cool. I'd, I'd have had that, yeah.
0: Do you think the nest is intimidating enough? Well, maybe not. The fortress <laughs> nest.
1: The slaughterhouse or the nest.
0: Yeah. So it has these high concrete walls. I remember one of the last players who played there, who was still alive a few years ago, he was in the Norwich Hall of Fame, saying stories about, you know, you'd be afraid to tackle the winger because you could end up crashing into this wall there's another story they said about percy fargo i think had a shot and it it hit the wall and the ref gave a goal it's one of these ghost goals. Oh really yeah <laughs> so i guess it yeah it must have just missed the post hit the wall bounced out and looked yeah. like it hit the stanchion on the back of the net <laughs> uh, but i think he you know there was gentleman back then i think he owned up
1: oh really yeah I was umpiring a hockey match once and the same thing happened to me. Uh, oh, no! A similar thing. The ball actually went in. It ended up in the back of the net, but apparently there was a slight gap between the post and where the net was. Oh, OK. So it, so it was wrong... your fault then? Yeah, so it went the wrong side of the, of the post. So it didn't go in, but it still ended up in the net. So I gave the goal. And to be fair, none of your opposition complained, but Matt, he scored it. Came over and said, no, it didn't go in. It went the wrong side of the post. He didn't have to say that, did he? He did, and it was a friendly. So, Oh, OK. Yeah. did
0: you slow the goal. Which, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Gave a, gave a goal kick or whatever it is in hockey. 16-yard, okay. yeah. Excuse me. Um, didn't, I'm sure the same thing happened similar, or similar... The opposite happened, sorry. Not St so Mary. It was Southampton's... Uh, the Dell, wasn't it? Southampton Yeah. And the advertising boards were right up against the goal, weren't they, basically. Okay, yeah. I'm sure Ivetric scored there on a Monday night and went in, hit the advertising boards and came out again. And the ref didn't see it, didn't give the goal.
0: Oh, so when it went in the goal, yeah. the side of the net?
1: Well, it hit, just hit the advertising board directly behind the goal, bounced down. Oh, OK. yeah, the yeah. ref didn't give it. I'm sure it happened. But, yeah. yeah.
0: There's been a few, hasn't there? I remember Clive Allen back in the 80s. I think he scored one that hit the stanchion. Yeah. It came out. And the ref didn't spot it. I guess it came out so quick. Yeah. It just looked like scored. it hit the post or yeah. the, the crossbar. There was a weird one, I think Redden against Watford, where the ball, it, it went over the goal line, but the ref gave a goal.
1: Right,
0: yeah, okay. I really, uh, oh, I think I remember that one, yeah. But that's what FAR's for, isn't it? It is. Or, or goal-line technology, I guess. And
1: I'm so happy that VAR has cleared up all problems in the game.
0: So I think it was a, a death trap, in a, in a way, you can imagine. I mean, if something's getting closed on health and safety grounds back in the 1930s, I mean, what does that say?
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's got to be pretty horrific. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think it was people perched on top of a cliff, Yeah. basically, and... It worked to an extent, but when you were getting, the crowds you starting to get bigger. Yeah. And I think some clubs were beginning to refuse to play there. I really... Which obviously causes a, a significant headache. <laughs> yeah. If your opposition aren't prepared to <laughs> yeah. come to your grades. So he moved on. So, yeah, this was in the uh, Division 3 safe days when there was a regional league, but Norwich and Swansea in a regional league it makes a bit of a mockery of the whole thing, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, not exactly neighbours, are they? No. <laughs> it's a long old, uh, it's a funny old region.
0: Yes, exactly. So I don't think that really helps. Moving on to the 1980s, is that a bit
1: more of your interest? Or are you still watching the football? I'm still watching a bit of a fight. I've seen if Jamal Lewis is playing at the moment. So oh. I'll, keep, I'll keep you posted on his performance. Excellent. So in the
0: 1980s, I mean, most people associate Swansea's top flight days with the Premier League. But did you know they had a golden period in the early 80s?
1: I don't know much about Swansea pre their Premier, Premier league. league sort of rise. I do you know something like, I think it was Hull, Swansea, and someone else, I don't I can't remember, maybe Blackpool, I think all in the Premier League at the same time? Yeah. And had all previously been the bottom three clubs in the league, not.
0: Premier. Yeah, that would make sense, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was, um, which, again, we, we love the English Pyramids, and that backs it up, doesn't
1: it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The lifeblood.
0: Yeah. So Swans were in the Division 1 in the early 80s. They got promoted in nineteen eighty eighty one. Took our spot as we got relegated. Uh, they finished sixth in their first ever season in the top division. Beat a lot of big clubs. They beat Spurs, Arsenal, Man United, Liverpool. We first played them in the top flight in September 82. Uh, they beat us 4-0. That was their biggest win as they were relegated that season. Right, Val, I'm back in your era now. Yeah, I want you fully focused. We're back on it. Back on it. 2010 11, you like that? Yeah, that's more your, your zone, isn't it? Yeah, we talked about this actually earlier on. A rare blip for Lambert in the championship running. You know, we had a lot of momentum going into that game at the Liberty Stadium. Yeah, we'd I think we'd lost just one in the last 16 games. Mm-hmm. And the one we lost, obviously, we talked about, it was at the Liberty Stadium. Cast your mind back to that day out. I met you outside the ground. We didn't have any beers or anything. We didn't get to go to any pubs.
1: No, I was up on coach. I was in Club Cabbage. Or oh, something. dear. So, um, you could, yeah. probably could walk by the time you got there. Yeah, so it was a bit of a pilgrimage. And, you know, it was great. It was fine. It had a really nice day out. But you kind of don't get there early. You just sort of straighten the stadium. Was there any reason why you'd pick Swansea out of the hat? Just the uh, ground to tick off. Um, yeah. And also, I think... The good uh, football as well, I guess. Good football. And also, I think that the club did cheap transport. I think they did, like, transport for five or something that day. So, yeah. like, it was, like, cheaper way... Not that it tight. But... Not that i tight, no. It was one of those things. That... Yeah. Also, interestingly, I do remember is that because we went to that game... We would have automatically been guaranteed an away ticket for the Portsmouth game. Yeah, okay. Which we didn't take it up on. Because at that point, it looked like we are going to do all right. It looked like maybe playoffs were probably yeah. on the radar more than anything else. So we didn't think too much of it at the time. It was, what a game to go to that would have been.
0: Uh, yes.
1: So yeah, I do good. remember
0: that. That was an incentive to get people to go to Swansea, wasn't it? Yeah. But I think, like you said... A real eye-opener for us, wasn't it? Uh, probably for Paul Lambert and for uh, the Doris side, because...
1: We were well beaten.
0: They were really good, weren't they? I can't believe they didn't win the league that year.
1: That was the one team that really showed us up that that day. Yeah. They were really... And I don't know, maybe they had an off game. I remember it just not quite working for us that day.
0: I think they scored quite early. Maybe they scored a couple in the first half. But...
1: Yeah. I, I remember sitting behind the goal there, and because on the championship match of the day, whatever it was called back then... Football League show, whatever it was. I remember yeah. um, I was actually on the... You can see him on the TV like, like chuck my arms up as one of the goals goes in. Ah, oh, OK. Not celebrating, no. Not celebrating, <laughs> no, no. And it was... We were well beaten that day. I also remember... I'm sure that's was under Brendan Rodgers, wasn't it then? Yes. And yeah. I remember them playing away at Derby and um, watching the highlights. And I remember they had a cock-up with their playing around the back. And right. basically, I think it's... I can't remember if it was one of those ones where like the goalkeeper just miscontrolled it and the derby center forward tapped it in or it yeah. it is just literally was just a miscontrol that rolled in anyway but i remember like brendan Rodgers on the sideline just being so encouraging about it it's like yeah you know, don't worry this this can happen just keep doing what you're doing
0: i think daniel Farkas said that in that he wasn't going to criticize tim crawley's defenders if they made a mistake yeah resulting a goal because he'd asked them to to play that
1: way. Exactly. And I think that's absolutely the right way to look at it. If, if you're going to play out from the back, if you're going to ask your goalkeeper to be footballers, if you're going to ask your centre-back to be footballers, it can happen. Because obviously, yeah. the further back the mistake... If he leaves the ball in midfield, it's a problem. If he leaves the ball on his 16-yard line, it's probably going to be a goal. Yeah. Um. But I remember, like, Brendan Rodgers kind of, like, standing up and applauding him, saying, come on, lads, don't worry. You know, just really encouraging about it. And I've got a lot of respect for him after that.
0: But if you go route one... You're never going to lose the ball at the back, are you?
1: Exactly. You eliminate that problem. But yeah. it makes a much less interesting game to watch, in my opinion.
0: Do you think that's what undid Swansea? They obviously uh, lost a few to end up in the playoffs and not automatic. So, yeah. do you think that cost them? Do you think that there were mistakes? They probably let in quite a lot of goals, like, like yeah. we did.
1: I guess so. Yeah, I guess that was a problem. I will remember really about Swansea that season as well, is that I was just really pleased they went up. One time, I actually felt a real genuine Sort of like, you know, oh, I, hope that, I really hope they go up. I
0: think they thrashed Redden in the final. Went into a rather quick 3-0 yeah. lead. And...
1: Because Cardiff must have been in the playoffs as well. They beat... Did they play each other? In the that would have been Tatey, wouldn't it? It
0: would have been. No, they didn't. No, Cardiff, I think, lost to Redden. Right, OK. And Swansea beat Forest. OK, yeah, that sounds about. I think we'd have remembered if they'd played each other.
1: That would have been a hell of a game, yeah.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if it's Swansea, Cardiff in the playoffs this year. They're yeah. those sort of teams that you'd expect to be... Maybe not quite automatic, but yeah, certainly floating around the end playoffs. End. Uh, do you remember the home game
1: Williams going and goal?
0: Oh, he could have that wasn't the clue right, okay, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not saying it didn't happen. It was very early in the season. It might have been the second or third home game, right, a late penalty saved by John Ruddy, and then I think we went straight up the other end and scored, okay, the winner um so I don't know if you remember. I don't,
1: actually, to be fair. Um, probably on holiday. Probably on holiday. I could well have been if I was early <laughs> in the season. I remember that season, we we grew into the season. And I remember a few times where early in the season, the people were worried about Chris Martin and Grant Holt scoring enough goals for us mm-hmm. that season. And obviously, five games later, it wasn't a problem. So, it yeah. been pretty close to that point. I
0: think this game was the turning point for us as we... We lost at home to Watford first game round. Swansea were a very good side at that level. This is all from memory, but I think they did give us a good game, as you'd expect. But the fact we came out and beat them, probably the amount of belief you're going to get from that. To yeah. Think, yeah, I belong at this level. Yeah. Because uh, to be fair, we had players who were League One the year before, didn't we? So
1: Yeah, we did. We're not have on you. Yeah, well, I, I felt that we went down to League One with a strong squad, and we had probably a lot of championship players in that League One side. It's about yep. whether we could translate that to in, into being a good championship side, which obviously yeah. we did. Um, but a lot of those players that came down with us obviously would have
0: been tarnished by a couple of bad seasons in the championship, wouldn't Yeah, they? exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. 100%. I always remember Grant Holt bullying William
0: Williams. Yeah, a, that takes some doing, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, it does. But I always remember like, there was a period when Swansea were a Premier League side and it was talk about Williams being the best centre-half in the country. But I've got nothing against him. Ashley Williams, isn't it? Fair play to him. But I always thought Grant Holt absolutely had him on toast every time he played. I thought Grant Holt bullied him and yeah. pulled him apart. And he definitely scored an own goal for us. Don't know if it was that game or not on the season.
0: I was going to talk about that. That's sort of my final point here. Lots of goals at the Liberty so our first Premier League visit there, so the season after we lost 3-0, we won 3-2. Uh, Hart scored twice yeah. in that game. We doubled them that year, so we beat them 3-1. And I think that it's games like that which went a long way towards us securing our... They say you've got to beat the clubs around you, which we didn't come close to doing last season.
1: No. That was Um, a problem. I think under Paul Lambert, we won every game we played against the teams we came up with, didn't we? I know we beat QPR twice, didn't we? I'm sure we beat... Well, obviously we beat... We beat Swansea twice. twice. So we beat them. Yeah. Yeah, obviously beat the teams we came up with. We won that mini-league. Yeah. (laughs) Which is something we haven't done since. No. Obviously, the next season under Hewton, we did very well against the big boys. Yeah. And not so well against the teams around us.
0: Here you go, though. Next season, can you remember what the score was at the Liberty? So that first season under Hewton.
1: Um, I'm pretty sure it was not a big scoring game, wasn't it? It was,
0: yeah. It's East. not one you'd associate with uh, a Chris Heaton. No, yeah,
1: it was something like 4-3, wasn't it? Bing! Yeah. Fels um, uh, smashed it. <laughs> he's nailed it. Back of the net. I remember scoring a goal. I think it might have been Bradley Johnson, actually. But I remember it. Oh, no, it didn't go in. I remember he hit the crossbar, but it was a move, which even match of the day were raving about. Danny what, in that Luka game, or, was it? Um, in that game, yeah. yeah. Uh, absolutely quality move, which ended up resulting in not a goal. But yeah, we looked really good that game, apparently. so Yeah, and this was,
0: you'll probably remember this run, but this was our ninth game unbeaten in the Premier League. So I don't know if you remember, we had that period under Houghton in his first season. It probably what kept us up, ultimately, where we had nine games unbeaten in the Premier League, which takes some doing. Probably didn't have it under Lambert. It was when we had those 1-0s against Arsenal. We beat Man U 1-0, and then we would have beaten a few clubs around us, a few draws. So that was part of that run. I don't know. It's confidence and momentum again, isn't it, I guess? I don't know. If you probably would have seen some of those games in that run. Yeah. Hewton's first season. It was about November,
1: October time. I remember we started off slowly that season.
0: I think we lost like 5-0 at Fulham, which...
1: Yeah, which never helps, does it? That's yeah. right. That's exactly what happened. That's, that's Hewton's first game, wasn't it? But I also remember like a couple of big Norwich City Twitter accounts. I like being one of them.
0: Holtamania?
1: Oh, yeah. I, I remember so we follow never... them yeah, yeah i think great. we should follow them i don't, yeah. don't know if they follow us so you know i'm not gonna okay. stop promoting them now yeah but um yeah. they uh oh, no, he, he said that um he she i don't know if it's a, i don't know who runs it uh they said that when we're going for a bad run at the start it's like okay but we have got a series of fixtures now we are going to start picking up wincing yeah and then i remember we went on this run and also looking through the fixtures i mean bar one or two games it was like amazing how many Mediocre teams we seem to find in a Premier League season. It was like, yeah, it was one of those sort of. But well, we always struggle to beat those sides normally, don't we? And that's the flip side of that coin. I know it was on Soccer AM, we were like putting Norwich City's form up there with like Barcelona and like the top yeah. of European. So obviously that came to an end, but yeah, I remember that game against Swansea. remember we did pretty well.
0: Yeah. You'd always got to remember us scoring four goals away from home under Chrissy Heaton. Um, against well, any, for anyone, but yeah. especially
1: under Chrissy Heaton, yeah. And especially in the Premier League. That's just unheard of, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Excellent. Final thoughts. Really. I haven't really plucked anything out here. I remember Gary Hooper scoring a, a worldie in a one one draw, Carrow Road. That probably would have been
1: I reckon it was in second season. Yeah. Maybe.
0: But other than that, yeah, I don't know if you got any final thoughts on Swansea.
1: Like I say, I remember Ashley Williams being one of the best centre halves in the country, and Grant Holt just tearing apart every time we played we played him. He um, done that
0: to a few though, to be fair. Yeah, I mean.
1: he did. He actually made in that first season, particularly in the Premier League. He made a lot of very good defenders look very average.
0: Ledley King at Spurs, is spring and tide. Exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah made a, exactly made a lot of very good defenders look average. And he should have played for England that season, in my opinion. Yeah, going into Euros. It? Exactly. And yeah. I don't know that's biased. I get you. Yeah, you've bias, got his book
0: on your uh, shelf there,
1: haven't you? and it's signed by the man himself. Oh, okay. there we go. Thank you very, very much, Sarah. Another mention for Sarah. Yeah, no, that's I, that's how did, what's her links with Grant. So she's a face artist, and when she does face painting, so she was, in, she gets involved in the club doing that back in time. Bit promotion like to, for you here, Sarah? Yeah, So and she's absolutely brilliant, so you have to check her out. She is an absolutely brilliant face painter, and she works at like the Norfolk show for Norwich City, and they have obviously players and things around. So. Yeah. yeah, so Swansea are always a good team, a team I like to look out for, but a team we've always done well against.
0: They tickle your boxes for you. Attractive, beautiful football, don't they? Yeah. Well, good. we've got
1: Stoke coming up soon. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Revise <Ravonders laughs> as necessary. So, score predictions? Uh, I think we'll win 2-0. We
0: don't even bother when it's home or away, do we? No, nah, 2-0. It worked in two my favour. 2-1, I'm sorry, 2-1. I think for Derby, I thought we were away. So, I, I thought Derby were probably going to beat us at their place. Yeah. Yeah, that worked out.
1: Yeah. Well, in the end... Yeah. So, what, sorry, Phil, what was that? 2-1. I changed my mind. I thought we're not going to pick clean sheets. 2-1 to Norwich. It's likely I'm going to pick 2-1 for almost every game to Norwich. Because I don't think Norwich will win, but I think we can see.
0: Wickham, actually, you went 3-0. I went 5-0.
1: OK.
0: So uh, Maybe we need to start waking up a bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go 2-2.
1: OK. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah.
0: Excellent. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening again. We're getting through it. I think we're reaching half-time. Fell oh, uh, yeah. in the series, yeah. As I say, it's always an enjoyable opportunity for me and Fell just to sit down and have a chat. Any comments? Let us know on the Twitter page. Alan Fell's We Meet Again 1. Does that mean there was... Already an Alan Val, we meet again.
1: No, I mean, Alan Val, we meet again was too long. I think it's just Alan Val. Uh, let me get the uh, Twitter handle. Okay, yeah. One, that see. might
0: help with promotion, might
1: it? Yeah, it might do a little bit. <laughs> uh, it is Alan Val, we meet one. Oh, uh, okay. Alan Val, me meet one. So Alan Val, we meet again was too many characters. Yes. On Twitter, so. Yeah.
0: And it didn't add any value, did it? No, no not, not really. really. Uh, yeah, but obviously give us any feedback on there. That's the only way we can make this, this better, isn't it? Otherwise, we'll just carry on continuing with the uh, the current format we're having a nice time exactly that's the main thing (laughs) yeah so thank you very
1: much goodbye thank you very much